Welcome to the SYA Podcast, giving you teachings from the young adult ministry of Shepherd Church, where it's our mission to lift up Christ that the world might believe. We have different gatherings throughout the month. For more info, go to shepherdchurch.com slash SYA. Well, hey, everyone. This is Derek Lopez, and I work on the youth and young adult team here at Shepherd Church, and I pray you're all doing well. Thank you for joining and supporting us. And we want you guys to know that SYA exists to connect young adults into a community of believers into the life of Shepherd Church. And so if you guys ever need anything, and that's, you know, prayer, advice, someone to talk to, community, please feel free to come down to Shepherd and talk with us and, and meet with us because we want to show you and remind you that we're here for you. And so please come join us for a service on Thursday nights. And we have SYA Life Group um, that happens. And we also have house parties that happen. We're going to have a Christmas party happening in a couple months. And uh, we also want to make sure that you're following us on Instagram as well, too, so that you stay in the know of what we're doing. And our Instagram is at WeAreSYA. And so I hope these podcasts are enjoyable and fun for you. And one thing that we like to try and do is make specific content for you all. And so today, um, what I want to talk about in this podcast is choosing your future. I want to talk about choosing your future. And what I ultimately hope is that when you make decisions in life, when you begin to plan and build the future life you want to live, I hope that we can do these three things. I hope that we can use God's word as our guide meaning that we're leaning into our Bibles and we're leaning into the words of Jesus. Two, I hope that we seek wise counsel. We have mentors in our life, people that will tell us hard truths. And three, I hope that we understand this, that it's not about where you are. It's about who you're with. It's not about where you are. It's about who you're with. Um, about like, I want to say four, five years ago, I was eating burritos with Pastor Dusty, Dusty Frizzell, at Senior Soul over by CSUN. And at the end of our conversation, he offered me an internship to work here at Shepherd Church. And at that time, I, I was a, a, a junior in my Bible college at Ozark Christian College. And I had been serving at this church now, you know, for, I don't know, I want to say like four, four-ish years. Um, and the internship would have taken place during my senior year. And I'll never forget, I said, okay. And then I made the drive back to Missouri. And I kid you not, on the first day of me getting back to Ozark, my friend, Andrew Trotter, asked me to take over his church once he graduated. And here I was, presented with two amazing opportunities. But instead of celebrating, instead of being excited about the opportunities God had placed in front of me, I felt anxious and stressed. I didn't know what to choose. I didn't know which decision was best. And all I kept asking God was, what do you want me to do? Lord, what do you want me to do? And maybe some of you, you feel like you're in that season and you're asking the Lord, what do you want me to do? See, at first making decisions seemed easy, right? It's easy choosing a good option when it's the only option that you have. But when I was presented with two good options, I found myself confused and wondering, is God trying to trick me right now? Is he wanting me to choose the right path and I can only figure it out on my own? What's going on here? 
and and I think some of us are are you know either going into a season of choosing the college we want to go to, or some of us are deciding whether we should you know drop out of college or skip college or pursue a trade or pursue a skill or a talent. Some of us are trying to decide uh, what steps we need to become successful, and that's stressful. And, and it's stressful because we have so many choices that are in front of us. And life is all about choices and how we choose matters. But I don't want us to be afraid of choices, especially making the wrong choice. We should weigh our options. We should take things seriously, but we should never fear big choices because when we're rooted in God, he will be our guide and he will help us when we need it most. And so after being presented with these two opportunities, what I did actually goes along with some of the things that I told you earlier. I made sure that my guide through all of this was Jesus. I prayed to him daily. I asked him for wisdom and I looked to his word for guidance. As long as I was pursuing him, I knew I wasn't going to make the wrong decision. And what gave me peace was knowing that both opportunities gave me a chance to glorify God. And that doesn't mean that you have to do ministry for you to get God to, for you to give God glory. What that means is that you involve God in whatever you're doing. If you want to be an engineer because God gifted you with the ability to create and to build, do it. God is happy with you pursuing that skill, but involve him in the things that you do. If you want to be an influencer or an actor or an athlete, do it but involve God in your day-to-day life and in your decision-making. So after going to God with my desires, after involving him in my decision-making and asking him for his guidance, I made sure I had friends and family that were praying for me also. I also made sure I went to my three biggest mentors at the time at my Bible college at Ozark, and I asked for their advice and for them to pray for me consistently and often. And what's funny is I got three different answers from them. I thought that was the craziest thing ever. It blew my mind. Michael DeFazio, who I met at a a high school camp, and he was the one that really um, got me to go to Ozark in the first place. He told me to take the internship from Dusty, to go back home and to work for Shepherd Church. Mike Ackerman, who's like my big brother um, and and was one of my favorite professors at the time, he told me to stay at Ozark, stay stay in Missouri, and get experience get the experience of preaching every Sunday and finish out my senior year in person. But the advice that struck me the most was from Mark Scott, the man who taught me how to preach, the man who taught me how to love the church, um, and the man who taught me how to view Jesus um, in the best way possible. And he, he literally told me, I can't go wrong with either decision I make. He said, son, no matter what decision you make, God is still with you. And at that time, that blew me away. Throughout the years, I looked at life as black and white. There's either a right decision or a wrong decision. And I used to think that if you didn't make the right choice, you'd skip out on a blessing. Or if you made the wrong choice, God was going to have to start all over with you. But as I get older, and as I look at scripture more, and as I reflect on the words of my mentors, That's the farthest thing from true. And the fact still remains that there's nowhere God isn't. There is nowhere God isn't. God is everywhere. God is before us. God is with us. 
God is everywhere. And if you don't believe me, let's read Psalm 139. It says this in verses 7 through 10. It says, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. For your right hand will hold me fast. And I wish I heard that (laughs) when I was um, in the middle of it because I think it would have saved me from so much stress. I I wish I would have heard that when I was in high school. It would have saved me from spending all night wondering where should I go? What should I do? What is the right decision? Because I believe that when you stay rooted in God, he will always position you to where you need to be. When you stay rooted in God, he will always position you where you need to be. And there's going to be times when you feel the Lord is calling you. It may not be audible words. It may not be through a vision, but it might be a feeling or a consistent thought running through your head. I beg you, don't ignore that. Okay. Listen to that small voice and walk through that door, even if it doesn't make sense. Even if that decision makes you uncomfortable even if you don't have all the answers, even if you don't know where it might lead you next, if you hear his voice, if you feel him calling, go and don't look back because God is trustworthy and he won't call you to somewhere he's not. And he won't call you to something that he knows he can't complete with you. But if you go through all those steps and you still don't know, okay, if you go to God with your decision-making if you seek wise counsel and wisdom frequently, if you've laid it at the foot of Jesus time and time again and still don't have an answer, I think at that point, you can truly pick the option that you desire the most. And so the question now is, can you make the wrong decision? Well, I think it's kind of twofold. I would say yes, but not for the reasons you might think. To me, choosing to be Um, on the robotics team over the football team is not the wrong decision. Believing that a sport or a skill is what's going to define you the most is the wrong decision. To me, going to, um, you know, choosing CSUN over UCLA is not the wrong decision. To me, believing that one school can validate your worth is the wrong decision. To me, choosing a career path that doesn't make six figures is not the wrong decision. The wrong decision is believing money is a solution to your problems and your desires. To me, being single until you know who you are in Christ is not the wrong decision. The wrong decision is rushing into a relationship just because someone makes you feel good. See, you can easily make the wrong decision when you blatantly disobey God. You can make the wrong decision when you act before you think, and you can make the wrong decision when you make things more about yourself than about others and about God. You don't need me to tell you those things. That's probably common knowledge. But I also think when you fail to see the bigger picture, when you believe you are the main character of life, when you fail to include Jesus in your future and your day-to-day decisions, you can set yourself up for the wrong decisions often. But here's the thing. When you stay rooted in God, he will always reveal to you what's most important. 
And maybe some of you feel like you've already made the wrong decision. Maybe you feel like you've missed out on something or you were tricked into believing something was better than it seemed. Just know that most things won't always live up to your expectations. One of my favorite memories of college was going with all of my friends to go see Avengers Endgame. And in our minds, this was going to be the biggest and greatest movie of all time. We were so excited for this movie. We showed up to the theater five hours. I don't know why we did this, but we showed up five hours before it started because we wanted to be the first ones there. Mind you, we were like 25 guys just like sitting outside the ticket office waiting. And what's funny is, you know, over there in this small town in Kansas, people didn't even show up until like half an hour before the movie started. But we did not care. And I'll never forget after watching the movie, feeling happy about the ending, thinking of conspiracies with my friends. And and then out of nowhere, I remember feeling a bit of disappointment. I tried my hardest to fight it at the time. But in the end, I realized that I had built up this movie to be the best moment of my year. And guys, sometimes I say this to say this, that sometimes we make things way bigger and way more important than what they really are. But not once have I ever felt empty in God's presence. Not once have I ever worshiped God and then thought to myself, ah, there's got to be something better than this. There is nothing better than God's presence. There is nothing better than living a life knowing that God loves you and is for you and is guiding you through a confusing world. But maybe some of you are thinking to yourself that you really messed up, right? Maybe you believe there's no way God could ever use you or because of what you've done or what someone's done to you. Or maybe you're being forced to make a decision you don't want to make. Can I tell you that Romans 8.28 says this, that God works all things together for the good of those who love him. And as I've gotten older, I've come to learn that that is one of the most important verses in the entire Bible. And that means God truly is in control 100% of the time. That means God will always find a way to use you for his glory in every situation. And that means God isn't going to be stuck because of whatever choice you make. And you're not going to be stuck either. Friends, when you stay rooted in God, he will always remind you that he's working all things for your good. And I remember when I didn't get into any of the colleges that I wanted towards the end of my senior year, I I thought about pursuing ministry and I, I didn't know how. And at that time, I had never come to, sh- uh, to, to my youth, uh, my youth ministries, um, and I didn't have mentors and wise Christian leaders guiding me. So I figured I'd apply to Christian schools, and, and I remember getting denied by all of those Christian schools. And at that moment, I thought maybe God didn't want me to be in ministry. And I realized I had to make a decision fast, so I chose to go to CSUN, which at that time felt like an embarrassing decision. All my friends either left the state or attended big time schools. And here I was still back at home at CSUN. But it turns out that I actually loved my time at CSUN. I made friends easily. I got good grades. I learned things I didn't expect to. And because I was still here, I eventually got involved with serving at Shepherd, which led me to leaving CSUN and transferring over to Ozark. And that ultimately helped me to become a pastor today. And I used to think to myself all the time, man, how different would my life had been if I would have attended my youth groups earlier? 
if I if I would have had Christian mentors, I would have I would have looked like Jesus more. I would have went to Bible college sooner. Blah blah blah. All these things, right? All these things, all these maybes, these ifs, and these buts. But in the end, God worked every single one of my decisions I made into the bigger picture of what He had in store for me. So yes, He wanted me to do ministry, but He wanted me to do it His way with the community he picked and with the steps according to his plan. I don't think God necessarily cared where I went after high school because he wanted me to focus on developing my character more. He wanted to mature my faith and test it. He wanted to make sure I wasn't one foot in the church and one foot outside the church. And that's what he wants for you too. At the end of the day, what I ultimately want for you guys is to involve God in your decision-making. You might think of it as pointless or that you're just talking to yourself, but really what you're doing is forming a relationship with God and you're building habits of dependent dependency, habits of depending on him. The more time we spend with God, the more he transforms us. And as he transforms us, he's going to shape our hearts to match his and we're going to naturally want to do the things he's always called us to. So, I know I told you a story. I know I told you a story at the beginning, and you're probably wondering what did you choose. Well, I ended up declining the internship. I chose to be the head minister at Conway Christian Church, um, all the way in Conway, Missouri, because I wanted to get better at preaching, and I wanted to learn how to be a pastor, and I wanted to stay in school one more year. And it was one of the greatest blessings of my life. And yes, some moments were hard. Sure, there was times I wish I was closer to my girlfriend, who's not my wife, Monet. Sure, there was times I wish I had my community. I wish I had my friends and my family. I wish I had that internship. But in the end, I look back and I see what the Lord was doing. And 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 in the end, in the long run, he brought me back to Shepherd, anyways. And what I truly believe is this. Even if I would have came out to Shepherd and I would have took on that internship, I would have been fine, too. And guess what? I would have still had my hardships. I would have still had to go through COVID and figure out what that looks like. I would have still had moments where I missed my college and I missed the community back there. But in the end, I would have been okay too because there's nowhere God isn't. God is everywhere and God is using every decision and every choice we make for his glory. And because he's always with me, I know that I will always be okay. And I pray that you can believe that too. It's not about where you are. It's about who you're with. And I pray that you know that you're with a God who cares for you and loves you and works all things together for your good and for your glory. And so I don't know what path you're on. I don't know what hard decision you have to make. I don't know what you're nervous or anxious or um, staying up all night about. But I, I, I do ask, will you offer it to the Lord? Will you ask him for wisdom? Will you ask him for, for clarity and for advice? Will you seek wise counsel? Will you look to his word for direction? But ultimately, when it comes to making that decision, if you feel like there isn't a way that he's leaning you, will you trust that he can still work good in the decisions that we make? I love you guys. I pray that this was beneficial and helpful. I know it wasn't the longest podcast, but it just felt like um, a timely message. And I just know that I remember what it was like being in college and, and trying to wonder 
you know, what, what do I have to do? What is the right decision? Um, is this what God wants for my life? And I think at the end of the day, what God wants for, from us and for our life is to just be committed to him and to trust him and to have a relationship. And so that, let that be the number one thing that you pursue, not this amazing job, not this amazing degree, not this amazing life, but may you choose this amazing God who will eventually give you those things in abundance and in beauty. And so I pray this, this does you well. I'm going to pray us out and I hope that you guys can join, join us for a Thursday night service. And if you guys ever need anything, please feel free to, to hit us up. Jesus, I thank you so much for this day. And I thank you for waking us up this morning and for the life that we have and the air that we breathe. And, and Jesus, I thank you for this podcast, Lord. Um, and I, and I pray that this was a blessing to those who are listening to it. Um, Jesus, for those who have to make a decision, that don't know where to go, um, that need help, that need wisdom, that need guidance, Jesus, I pray that you would give that to them, Lord. I pray that you would reveal to them the will and the plan that you have for their life. But ultimately, Lord, what I pray the most is that they would choose you because the number one calling that we have is a calling to you. And so, Jesus, may we choose you and may we choose to do life with you and may we choose to... Um, involve you and include you in every decision that we make in every every fabric and part of our life and and so jesus i pray that you'd bless my friends i pray that you'd um that you'd give us wisdom beyond our ears and i pray that you'd give us peace knowing that you're good that you're faithful that you're with us and that you're for us jesus we love you we thank you we praise you but most importantly jesus we trust you and in your name we pray these things jesus amen god bless you guys Have an awesome day.